are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Proverbs says that wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. With all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. Come down to verse 14. Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, pass away. For they sleep not, except they have done mischief. Their sleep is taken away, unless they cause some to fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness, and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is a shining light, shineth more and more into a perfect day. The way of wickedness is darkness, they know not at what they stumble. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from mine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. How do you do that? You keep them in the midst of your heart. God told Joshua, don't let it depart out of your mouth. Meditate therein. Speak, mutter, speak to yourself. Then Paul said, the word is nigh you, it is in your mouth and in your heart. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. For their life to those that find them health are healing to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a forward mouth, and perverse lips put far from thee. Perverse lips, speaking perverse things. You hear people say all kinds of things. Isn't that a big dog when it's a little bitty chihuahua? Isn't it cold outside when it's hot? That's perverse speech. We ought to speak what we believe and believe what we speak. Let your yea be yea and your nay nay. Anything more than that cometh of evil. Scripture says. Well, now, what's the deal there? We're to believe the words of our mouth. God's word is his will toward us. Our word should be our will. We should not speak things that are contrary to the word of God or to our will. Now, why? Because somebody said, well, I'm just having fun doing this, you know, saying those things. You can have fun at the expense of your faith. You ever wondered why people say, tickle me to death, laugh, I thought I'd die, die in the go, going to die if I don't? Those things are injected into our vocabulary subtly by the enemy or by the carnal mind to keep you from being able to believe what you say will come to pass. Now listen to the words of Jesus in Mark eleven twenty three. Whosoever shall say, now here's the principle, see, say to the mountain, but whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart, but believe what he is saying will come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Did you notice he said believing what he is saying? Not just what he said to the mountain. Believe in every word he says. In other words, release faith in every word. Now, it's not that you're going to die because you said tickle me to death. Or if you say things opposite from what you mean, but yet, if we're going to release faith in every word and tap the tree of life, the closest we're going to come to that tree of life here in this life is the wholesome tongue or the healing of the tongue, speaking God's word after him. As the rain and snow comes from heaven, Isaiah said, and water the earth and forces it to bud or to produce, God said, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. In other words, it will accomplish that whereunto he sent it. 
So if the word forces the earth to produce, and you go to Mark, the fourth chapter, and find that the parable of the sower, Jesus said, the heart of man is the soil. And the words that we speak are seeds. The word of God's a seed. Now, see, he's telling you the good part there. He didn't deal on the negative side of it. God's word is incorruptible seed. But you see, you can speak the words of the devil and plant seeds too. And it's in your mouth and in your heart. So then if we talk things that are not in agreement with the word of God or that we know are perverse speech, laugh till I thought I'd die. Well, I don't remember ever hearing anybody dying from laughing. But the scripture says, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Then to be scriptural about it, we'd say it tickle me to life. Last till I knew I'd live forever. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but if we can have what we say, if we believe, if we doubt not in our heart. Now see, if you analyze Mark eleven twenty three and 24, you have the three elements involved in faith there. Whosoever shall say to the mountain, be removed, and doubt not in his heart, but believe what he is saying will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, what things soever you desire, when you pray, and remember, desire when it cometh is a tree of life. Whatever things you desire, when you pray, if you desire it, you'd pray about it, wouldn't you? You'd speak about it. Whatever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. And you didn't get them then, but you shall have them. So you see, you could have the knowledge of it, but not have the understanding in it, and walk off and say, I didn't get it, it doesn't work. But if you analyze that, and we'll not take time to do it this morning, you'll find that there's knowledge, wisdom, and understanding in that whole context there. It all comes together, and it turns out to be faith. And that's the way you tap the tree of life in this life. That's as close as you're going to get to the tree of life on this earth, is speaking and proclaiming and decreeing the word of God and proclaiming what God has said in his word until it becomes resident inside you. I'm going to say it again. You can only stand on the word of God that abides in you. It has to be on the inside of you. You have to have a revelation of it. There's a scripture in Proverbs, we may get to it and may not, that says, without a vision, the people perish. Now, there's been a lot of things taught about that, you know, about having visions and things, but what that really means is without a revelation. Without a revelation, the people perish. You have to have a revelation of the word of God. Now, that revelation comes when you get all of these together, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and it's in the heart of man. Then you have the knowledge of the Word, you have the understanding of the Word, so somebody's not going to talk you out of it, and then you have the knowledge of how to apply it in every situation in life. And it's called faith. The divine energy of God. It's released in His Word. It's resident in His Word. But it's only resident in you if that Word abides in you. And you can see it in this manner. You see, people that preach salvation get people saved. But if that's all you preach, you probably never get anybody healed or filled with the Holy Ghost. 
There's people that believe and can get people saved in a minute, but turn around and tell you that speaking in tongues is of the devil. Well, if they've been taught that way, they'd believe that way. But now what's the problem here? They're right in one area, and they're totally wrong in another area, scripturally. But they're blinded to it. Why? Because that word does not abide in them. So they can't stand on that. Now, if they come down with some incurable disease, you know, people don't believe in miracles until they need one sometimes. <laughs> Brother, when you need one, you believe in them. But you see, now what's wrong with that individual? They say, well, the apostles could do those miracles, you see, and Jesus could do those miracles because he's the Son of God. But you see, that all passed away with the apostles. Well, now, see, because they don't have understanding of the Word of God. Now, they have knowledge of what the Word says because they can read it for themselves. By his stripes he were healed. Oh, yeah, but see, if you don't have understanding of it, somebody will talk you out of it. But, brother, when you need a miracle, you'll go back and your back's up against the wall. Now you're going to seek for wisdom. But it's hard to come by now. It's hard to pour foundation when the flood's on. It can be done, but it's hard. And when your back's against the wall, and this is what happens sometimes, that people wait till they come to the point they've got to have a miracle, then they're going to believe God, but they have no foundation. They have not the knowledge even of the Word of God, and they have not the understanding of the Word of God, and have not the wisdom of God to know how to apply what they do understand. So that's why it's important to not wait till a crisis in life to try to seek the wisdom of God. And he tells you right here how to get it. Bind them about thy finger. Write them upon the table of thine heart. I don't know whether you get anything out of this, then, but I need to hear this myself. Okay, come with me on over to chapter 6, verse 20. My son, keep thy father's commandments. Forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continually upon thy heart and tie them about thy neck. Now see, during the Old Testament times, they had them to nail them on the doorpost scriptures. Put them as frontlets before their eyes. They had a little deal out here with a little card on it with a scripture. You think we're radical in faith and confession? No, not really. Now we're just going to come through these and pick out the... Yeah, here's one. Chapter 7. My son, keep my words. Lay up my commandments with thee. Keep my commandments and live. My law is the apple of thine eye. Bind them upon thy finger. Write them upon the table of thy heart. How many times have we read that already? Three or four, hadn't we? It must be important. Write them upon the table of thy heart. Say unto wisdom, Thou art my sister, and call understanding thy kinswoman. Somebody said, you mean I'm going to talk to these things? Yeah, that's what he said. I was reading in the scripture this morning in Ezekiel where God told the prophet, Prophesy to the mountain and to the rivers and to the land. Talk to it. Prophesy to it. Boy, I'll tell you, I've learned to do that. Find you some scripture to stand on. Get it in your heart. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, our CD offer this week is CD offer number 7112. It's entitled Tapping the Tree of Life. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. It deals with how you can tap the tree of life. Now, the tree of life in the Garden of Eden, of course, is not available to you today, but the closest thing to it 
is speaking the Word of God out of your mouth. In Proverbs, the 18th chapter, it says, verse 7, A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are a snare to his soul. Proverbs 15.4 says, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. In other words, when you speak what God said in His Word, the wholesome tongue is a tree of life. One translation said, The healing of the tongue is a tree of life. Speaking the Word of God brings life to you. Jesus said, The words I speak unto you, their spirit, their life. And then in Proverbs, the 18th chapter, verse 20, A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. In other words, when you see the fruit of the Word of God in your life, it changes some things. When desire cometh. I mean, when you study the Word of God and the desire of God gets inside, and when you speak the Word of God, it becomes a tree of life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The apostle said, we put bits in the horse's mouth, turn about the whole horse. And what do bits do to a horse's mouth? It puts pressure on his mouth. You can do the same thing by speaking the word of God, put pressure on your mouth, and it's a tree of life when you begin to speak the word of God in faith. That's CD offer number 7112, entitled, Tapping the Tree of Life. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400. Or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.